0: Welcome to another episode of the Author's Lab. And I am your host, Allison G. Daniels, four time best selling author of over 31 books, book writing coach, and CEO and founder of AGD Publishing Company. Today, we are going to talk about creating the essentials for an author's website and so much more. So, I have with me Ty Moody. Welcome. Ty, introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell them what you do.
1: Yeah, so thank you once again for having me. My name is Tyora Moody, and I am an author and a literary entrepreneur. So as an author, I write mainly in the Christian fiction realm, and I write mysteries and romantic suspense. And on the flip side of that, I also am a literary entrepreneur. And what does that mean? That means I spent a lot of time working with other authors and helping them in their journey through publishing.
0: Tell us how you got started with working with authors.
1: Yes, it's an interesting story. Um, way back not hopefully to tell my age, it was probably the late nineties. Um, is when I got started with working with authors. I became interested in working on websites. And an author reached out to me one day, and she noticed the websites I did. And she asked, do you build websites for authors? And at the time, I was like, no, I had never even thought about doing it as a business. It was simply a hobby for me. So she became, she was a nonfiction Christian author. She became my first client. And from there, it just took off. So I built websites for authors for about... 10 to 12 years. And since when I became an author, I kind of retired that service, but authors still come to me for advice about their website, what to do with social media and things about the publishing industry in general. So that's why I came up with a couple of books that we'll be talking about today.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this question. What are the essential pages You
1: need to build a website. Yes, so I talk about five different pages in the step-by-step author website guide, and I'm gonna talk about at least two of those pages you should always see on an author site. The first one would be about the author. You should make sure you have a page that has a couple of things. It should have a short brief bio, And then it also should have maybe a longer bio. And you can be fun with these bios. Some of them can be formal and some can be a little bit fun. Also on your author page, you want to make sure you have some type of media kit. So you want to take high-resolution, really good author photos that anyone from the press or if you are being interviewed by a radio host like yourself, or a blogger, they can go to your website and download those materials. The second page I want to talk about is an obvious one, but it's one a lot of authors don't spend a lot of time on, and that's your books page. So make sure you give, that's your point to sell your book. So obviously your cover is one of the things you want to have on the page, along with a synopsis. Don't be scared to give people a sneak peek inside of your book. Include a little bit of an excerpt. You can include the excerpt on the page or give them the ability to download it. But so some, those are some, those are two essential pages that you definitely should have on your website, and that's the author page and the books page.
0: That is good to know. Really good to know. I'm really hoping that um, when this airs you know, authors and just people that are getting ready to get their website built, that they will think about um, the two things that you mentioned. So how do you prepare your website budget? Or how do you prepare a website budget?
1: That's a good question. Um, And as you know, independent authors have it a little bit different because there's a lot that goes into publishing a book. But you definitely want to consider having a little bit of budget for marketing. And a part of that marketing budget should definitely be your website. Um, Don't depend on your Facebook page or your Instagram page as the main place for people to go. You want to have your official home online where they can type in your domain name, which should be your author name, and they can get directly to you. So with the marketing budget, you want to make sure that you include the website in that. So with that, there are kind of two costs with building a website. You may want to reach out to a person to build it, or you may want to do the DIY method where you do it yourself. That in itself is a bit of a budget, but not as much as if you paid someone to do it. Just know that the budget may mean your cost of time. If you're not technical savvy and you're trying to do it yourself, you may spend a lot of time and frustrations doing it. And also the second part of after you get it built, you need a place for it to sit online for it to be hosted. Or I like to say you need a place to rent online for your website. So that's where you can look into, if you're not ready to pay for hosting, you can look into free hosting and see if that's something you want to do for a while. Um, eventually I always encourage authors to invest money in uh, in paid hosting so that you have it on a server that someone's keeping up with that you can um, look as professional as possible.
0: Okay, so that was really, really good. What are some of the things to look for to select the best hosting options?
1: Yes, so going back to the previous question with the budget, um, you want to look for, first of all, I would use Google as your friend. Um, There's a couple of um, ways you can look up, say, um, look up what's the top web host for 2020 or 2021, and just go down the list and check out the reviews and ratings. The, the cool thing about the internet is people talk. People will tell you what are some of the best hosts. After you see that, then you can take a look at what are the monthly rates. So most hosts are going to uh, charge you per month. Um, it can be anywhere from 10 to 20 sometimes $50 a month and that really depends on what you're building. As an author, your website is probably not going to be huge, so you don't need to buy a whole lot of storage. So that should help you with when you're looking at pricing, you can definitely go for the lower tier when you're looking at pricing and not worry about trying to go for the higher tier because think about your website, most author websites are at the most maybe 5 to 10 pages um and then you have maybe photos of your books, your author photos. Um, I wouldn't suggest putting videos or things like that on hosting, because that's when you take up a lot of space. I would just depend on building a a YouTube channel or using IGTV or something like that, Facebook watch to keep your videos. So you can keep your costs pretty low, but definitely look at the hosting out there, um, review the ratings, look at the pricing, Um, and figure out how you can put that in your budget.
0: Thank you. Thank you. That is such good information. And I do know I'm going to have to go back and just listen to it. We are going to take a break and we will be right back. Hello, I'm Leon Kwechevet, publisher, corporate trainer, speaker, and author of We Made Plans, a fictional novel which debuted as number three on Amazon's hot new releases. This amazing story chronicles the lives of a group of longtime friends who were in the midst of living their best lives when they experienced a devastating, trajectory-altering event, hashtag the event. My podcast, Sounding the Alarm, Be Safe, Be Vigilant, Be Prepared, will explore four different weekly categories with topics ranging from unconventional self-defense to active shooter profiles. I bring it all together in highlighting passages and concepts from my novel as it relates to real-life experiences. You don't want to miss out on these critical preparatory shows. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 6.30 p.m. for Sounding the Alarm. Be safe, be vigilant, be prepared podcast with your host, Leon Chivet. Welcome. This is Allison G. Daniels. I am so excited about my podcast, The Author's Lab. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. where I will be providing powerful tips, tools, and techniques about writing. Hope to see you there. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Author's Lab podcast. I am your host, Allison G. Daniels, bestselling author, coach, and publisher. Again, I have with me Ms. Ty Moody, and we have a few more questions um, to ask Ms. Moody. What are some of the tools, tips, or techniques to attract readers to your website or to
1: a website? Um, thank you for asking. Um definitely, up at the top would be social media. um and i I like to tell authors to don't try to do everything. There are so many offerings as far as social media and how you uh, actually bring traffic back to your website. So one of those the main ones is obviously Facebook that continues to be the top one. I encourage authors to not so much use your profile page because it's kind of frowned upon, but definitely invest in either a Facebook business page or a Facebook group. Within your Facebook group or page is when you can strategize on posts that include URLs back to your website. And um, I talked a little bit earlier about having two pages, one of them being the book page, This is where you want to be able to have maybe an excerpt or maybe you might want to do a blog about what your book is about. And these are ways you can try to attract attention back to the website by offering information. You don't necessarily have to offer information directly from the book, but you can offer some information that leads or intrigues people back to wanting to get more or to obviously you want them to purchase your book. So those are some immediate things. I mentioned Facebook. Um, Another one that's good about uh, you can use to bring links back to your page is you can use Twitter. Um, Some people are really into video. So you can think about setting up um, a YouTube channel or either using Facebook Watch. And you can always include links underneath your videos. And once again, use that as an area to drive traffic back to your website. Another tip is inside your book. Um, Always try to include a page. Uh, Maybe it's an author's note or somewhere in the back where you say, hey, if you want more information, um, you want to see more about my books. if you want to sign up for my newsletter, go to my website. So always include a link to your website inside the pages of your book, maybe in the back or either the front of the book.
0: Okay, that's really, really good advice right there because, um, I mean, I know I've done it with um, probably all of my books, but at the time, I'm not even sure if Facebook was really happening in the early 90s, but so far, I have everything um, kind of labeled like that. Define an author's brand.
1: An author's brand starts with the author's name and your genre. So. Most authors don't really write all over the place. They don't write too many things. They may just concentrate on nonfiction, and they may be a certain area of nonfiction, or they may be a fiction author, and maybe they write romance or mystery. So your author brand starts to – it is formed around basically what you write. So I'm just going to use myself as an example I do write nonfiction, but I don't write as much nonfiction as I do fiction. So like, I think I have like almost 15 books just on the fiction side. So when you come to my website, taoramoodie.com, you'll see it's branded. I actually have a tagline that lets you know that I write soul searching mystery with a dash of romance. So that's all about the branding. And even when you look at the website, I'm using not dark colors, but colors that inspire, but give you a sense of mystery. So, you know, this is dominantly what you will find that I write on this page. So the author brand kind of goes back to what you write. If you're a fantasy writer or a romance writer, you'll see that um, within the colors, the fonts, the different things that you see the author put out on their website and even social media graphics.
0: Okay. Okay. So, um, would you consider someone, um, and I want to say blogging and because when I was talking about the brand, I also meant to ask you, do you think, um, there is benefits in blogging to make sure that, you know, um, the readers can keep up with what you're doing on a daily basis?
1: Absolutely, there's a lot of benefits in blogging um one of the benefits is just keeping you in the writing mode and they always they always say if you're a writer, you should write so if you are um having a weekly blog, then you have the discipline to set a schedule to write that blog each weekend um get it edited, get it uploaded, and then that's another way that you're drawing traffic back to your Website as well because your blog should be a part of your your website. Maybe it says in the navigation it says blog. So absolutely, and then you people are are always looking for you know basically what can you do for them. So if you're offering them good information via the blog and people are liking it, that gives them a chance to visit and also they'll share. They'll share the links to your blogs and say hey this is some good information. This is a good article to read. You should stop by and check it out for yourself. So there's some benefits to it.
0: Oh, and, and I don't know the answer to this question and I probably really should, but I usually just post stuff on Facebook, not stuff. I post um, content on Facebook and then I come off of Facebook. But is there a um, tab or anything on Facebook where you can blog? And it may be, it could be on the, um, what is it? Your uh, business page, I'm not really sure.
1: Um, yes, on the business page, they do allow you to add pages. Um, it's it's not as easy to get to, um, but it's usually on the side where you click on it um, and you can create documents. Probably the easiest way blog or to share information will probably be inside a Facebook group. The Facebook group is set up a little bit better in that they actually have a documents page. And when you post to that page, it automatically posts it to the group. Um, And so in these days, I really do encourage people to um, do the Facebook group. And the reason why is on the business page, Um, Facebook's algorithm really wants you to purchase that. They want you to boost that post or they want you to purchase a Facebook ad for it to really pull in the traffic. So as long as you have a budget for doing that, that's fine. But if you can also, you know, just have a group for your, your greatest, your fans, the readers who really come and purchase your book, you find that you have a lot more freedom to post without the payment part.
0: Well, that's good to know because um, I was thinking about that because I'm always getting something from um, Facebook to do a Facebook ad and I was like, I really don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I know what they're talking about, but the thing with me is how do I use it without you know, overusing it and spending too much when, like you said, if I just set a bu- budget, it will be um, better for me. What suggestions do you have for inspiring writers?
1: I'm um, sure. So, for inspiring writers, I would say um, something I said earlier is to make sure that you are writing, um, and make sure that you are exploring writing the writing craft. So. Um, Join a group, a writer's group, if you can. If not, definitely Google online for books about the writing craft to help you learn how to write clearer and sharper and more concise. There's a really good book. I think it's called Self-Editing for Authors. And that doesn't mean you don't go to an editor. That means it teaches you how to use the proper words, like a lot of people use the word that too much. Sometimes if you go back and reread a sentence, you can it will read better if you take the words that out. So learn how to write, and don't be afraid to cut um, and move things around so that it sounds better. You know, don't be too tied to the art of words. Be more comfortable with making sure what you're putting out is readable and enjoyable. And then I would say, depending on what you want to do, um, uh, whether you want to be with a, a high like a, a a real traditional publisher, like really study how you do proposals, um, uh, what's the process for pitching to agents, like really take the time to immerse and study in that. And if you, you really wanna don't wanna go that route and you're determined to be an independent publisher, then also make sure you study Uh, the publishing industry study what um, are popular print distributors if you want to go at Ingram Spark if you want to go at KVP there are so many groups out there that discuss and talk about the pros and cons so make sure you're reading those discussions take notes and decide you know as you how you want to take your publishing journey you can do it Um, you might have to reach out for a mentor or a book coach, but be determined to do it. Don't give up. Don't quit. Put time aside to do it.
0: That's really, really good advice. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come right back. This is Allison G. Daniels, three-time best-selling author who has written over 31 books. I am a book writing coach and publisher. I am excited today to offer you my 30-day Write to Finish book writing program. Whether you are preparing to write a book, are in mid-process, or have completed your first draft of a full-length book, this workshop is for you what you would get. You will learn how to draft your outline, brainstorm and organize your ideas, identify your target audience, develop your content, avoid common writing mistakes and time management. To get started, visit my website at www.agdpublishing.com take advantage of this opportunity before the class is full. This is Allison G. Daniels, and I look forward to working with you. Thank you for staying with us, and welcome back to the Author's Lab. Again, I am your host, Allison G. Daniels, best-selling author, coach, and publisher. I have with me on the line ty moody ty before we get ready to close out i wanted you to um give us or let us know about your upcoming engagements accomplishments and events that you would like to share and give us your social media information
1: i will thank you once again allison for having me on the show um as i stated earlier i am mainly a fiction author and so on April 27th, I will be releasing a new book. It is a part of a series called the Reed Family Series. And I kind of call them the crime-fighting family because each one of the five siblings all deal with crime in some form or fashion. So book four is called Faithful Heart. It's about a crime scene investigator and his story, um, and I hope that readers will really enjoy it. So it's Faithful Heart that comes out April 27th. And then I'm going to follow up on May 25th with Wounded Heart, which is book five and the final book in the Reed Family series. And to check out all my book series, um, readers can go to Tyora Moody, T Y O R A M O O D Y dot com and they can get a little bit of information about all my book series. I'm also online on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and most other social media networks. You can search my name, Taora Moody, and you will find me.
0: Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining another episode of The Author's Lab. If you would like to learn more about Allison's 30-day Write to Finish book writing program, please visit my website at www.agdpublishing.com. Again, that's www.agdpublishing.com. And I thank you for joining. Tune in next week.